Hey there, triathlete. Welcome to the Triathlete Mindset Podcast, where we explore effective training mindsets, life's challenges, and provide you with real-life strategies to help you become a stronger triathlete. Here is your host, Coach Morgan, the People's Coach. Okay, guys, we have another special guest on Triathlete Mindset Podcast, man, where we talk to real people, real coaches about real life things and the way they handle mindset, the w- things that we have going on in our community, our lives, and it's all about us, right? It is no, you got to you know, do this type of workout or this type. We know we're not talking about it. There's enough podcasts talking about data and all that stuff. This is about us kind of helping us filter and, and find each other through triathlete mindset. And today, today we have a special guest. Coach Liz is here and she's going to tell you about herself. But at first, I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. She has the coaching company, right? And she has a partner, Jen, and they have an amazing organization. And I'm, all I'm going to tell you right now is that it's two coaches from two different backgrounds coming together, right? Bringing their athletes together and making a community to better the triathlon endurance world, right? That's and that's what it's all about. I think when I when I was talking to them, I didn't know that that, that was it was like that. Then they told me, I was like, oh man, we got to tell more people about this because we're such a, a society of individuals. For two people to be working together for the common cause is a big thing. And so I bring to you Liz. How are you doing, Liz? I'm good. How are you, Morgan? I am doing, and I love it. She said my name correctly. She is amazing already. Like she already got brownie <laughs> points. Details. Details. <laughs> I wish you tell the world that the people that spell my name with an A continuously. But thank you for coming out and thank you for making the time. I know we some schedule issues in the beginning, but that goes with having a podcast and dealing with two people's schedules over time. I would like you to, if you could, share with the listeners or the viewers about who you are and what do you do for a living and how long you've been doing and all that other stuff. Sure. Well, I'm Liz Waterstrap and I live in the Chicago area. I've been a full-time endurance or multi-sport coach since 2007 through my business, Multi-Sport Mastery. I have a few coaches who work for me and we have athletes all over the world. Myself, I've coached athletes from beginner all the way up to world champion, national champion. And actually together with Jen, we coached the bronze medalist at the Rio Paralympics So we've worked with a wide range of athletes from people who just want to get across the finish line to people who have really good podium goals. And as you alluded to a few years ago, I merged my business community with Jen Harrison, who was one of my longtime friends many, many years ago. She was a coach. I coached her for a while. So we have a a very interconnected relationship and we merged our businesses together to build a, a bigger community presence. We still maintain our separate coaching businesses, but We just wanted to have one big all-encompassing community where we embraced everyone and we had a focus on education and all the positive things about sport. Yeah. I want to make sure you guys understand, like she said, merge communities. Let's make sure the specificity is very important because I know people are like, oh, they merge companies. No, no. They kept their separate companies, correct? Right. We did. And, and that was a big decision for us. Jen and I have very successful businesses, but we have two different business models. And that's kind of way too detailed for this conversation, but it didn't really make sense for us to merge our businesses because of how we set up our businesses, how they were structured behind the scenes. So we figured the next best thing would be to merge a community. And that way it's also less complicated 
we always want to envision that our partnership will go well, but what if something happens in the future? You never know. And so it just made so much more business sense for us to just say, okay, we have this merged community. We can still get all the benefits of being together without having to deal with all the background tax stuff and legal stuff of mm-hmm. having one combined business. Mm-hmm. Loophole. Hello, loophole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, tell me, like, why was it important for you guys to like bring the community together and what are the benefits that you've seen from that so far? Well, I think that athletes are looking for community and I think a lot of us coaches work with athletes all over the place. It's very unusual nowadays to have a coach who just has like a little local group. I think in the past, maybe that was the case, but now our focus is more of a broader reach. I mean, we have athletes all across the world, but we wanted to bring them together to say, hey, listen, we all have this thing in common. We're like-minded. And together we can be better. So let's say we have someone who's racing in Tulsa next weekend. Well, that athlete can hop on our Facebook page and say, I'm racing in Tulsa. Where should I eat? What should I know? Can somebody help me? So it's like bringing all these different people together so we can all be better. Yeah. And I think that's a very, as we talked about a little bit before we got on here, like that community is something that we, everybody's really been hungry for lately, right? Since we've been so low for so long ago, that everybody's trying to find like, okay, where's the next camp? I know there's some retreats that are coming up and it's just, we're starting to travel. I know I was invited to a run camp and even now I'm like, am I ready? Right. Am I ready to, to do this again, to be around people? But we've been racing again. And how's racing been going for you guys? I've seen some posts and stuff. It seems like people are getting back into it. How are your people doing? Yeah, people are getting back into racing. It's been a long time coming. I did have some people race last year, some people who lived in Texas, but I think we're all ready to start racing. I think people need that outlet. They need to see the payoff for all the work they've done. And as you know, as a coach, like we can put in little targets and events into their training, but nothing replaces getting out there on a race course putting yourself up against other people or yourself or the course. And I think everybody just kind of needs that release right now. Yes. Have you raced yet or you, do you have a plan to do any racing soon? I did a few races in Indiana this past fall and I did maybe three or four of them, just smaller events. It was really fun. And then I have some races coming up later this year. Right. Right. With the racing and, you know, I got the race about two weeks I raced this weekend, last weekend, and then the weekend before that. And I, what I found to be very exciting is just to be around people again. And uh, as we talk about community, what positive feedback have you found from your athletes out there being with people again? What are their feelings, not what their experiences are? What are their feelings if they're sharing those with you? Right. I think we all miss just the energy of the race scene and being around people who like the same things we do. I mean, I myself, I'm really introverted and I even found myself missing people in the last year. Really? Just those those little interactions that you have that give you that little like boost of just social connectedness and feeling like you're part of something greater rather than just being on your own. And I think people get out there. Like I had some athletes who did St. George two weeks ago and they commented on how great it was just to be in that race environment, you know, hear the announcer in the morning and to see everyone kind of shuffling around and just that energy. I wrote this thing and I'm going to post like out there sooner or later, but it was just like, I was standing at the start line of the swim and I just started laughing. 
I was just like, I, I just, this inner happiness just came out to me. And I'm not a person that gets excited about racing. I do it. I love the, I'm a, like, I like the challenge and the mental toughness part of it. I'm not like, oh my God, I get to race. Like, I'm yeah. not that guy, right? But I was sitting there laughing and giggling. I'm running through the water and we, everybody's going on the swim start. And I'm just like, damn, I'm so happy just to be here to, to mm-hmm. get to do this, man. Have you ever thought about like how almost like, I don't want to say ungrateful we were, right? How we didn't appreciate that connectedness before. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you never know what you have until it's gone, right? It, yeah. Like you, you look back in, in hindsight and you think, oh, I should have taken advantage of that opportunity or I didn't realize how good I had it until something goes wrong. And I think maybe we all realized how much we need other people and how much of the social aspect attracts us to the sport. I mean, triathlon is a very solo sport. You're out there. It's just you racing, but there's also other people and you're chasing them and you're just getting encouragement from them. And I think it's a little more social than we all realize. Yes, that is for sure, man. Any strategies like how do you get yourself ready to get back in? Cause you said you ain't race yet. Right. And so are you nervous, anxious to get back out there into this? <laughs> I did do a few small races this past fall, but I let those be fun. Just kind of show up. And if you forgot something, no big deal. And you didn't have to have all the details nailed down, but I do have some world championships later this year. So I need to be Mm. on, you know, I need to have all my details ironed out, but I think how you get organized for that. You just think it through. Like I have all of my athletes, they do a race plan for me. Even if it's just the local sprint that they're doing, I just say to them, think it through that way. You have this map in your mind of what you need to do that checklist. Okay. In transition, I need to set these things up or when I get to the start line, here's what I need to be thinking or what I need to be looking at. And just having some type of a plan. I feel like people sometimes go to races and they just, they put all this thought into their training and they get to race day and they just wing it or they just take it as it comes. You can be relaxed about your racing, but you still need to have some sort of a plan or a strategy for what you're going to do out there. So you don't make those silly mistakes. Right. Organization is almost the key to happiness, right? Because it, it brings the stress level down, right? right. When you, you can enjoy it. Yeah. You make like the less choices and the less thinking you have to do on race day, the more you free yourself up to be able to perform to your potential versus when do I need to take a drink? When do I need to eat? Where is my spot in transition? All of those things that you should have had mapped out ahead of time. Right. Right. And, and, and I think that's a, that's a, a very key piece, right? We talk about like understanding what you want to do and how you want to do it. When did you adopt that strategy of like, think it through what happened in your racing where you like, Oh man, this is a process I need to like start doing on a regular basis because it kind of put everything into perspective for me. Well, I think it's anyone who has arrived at race day feeling a little anxious. So you're anxious about the task at hand or how are you going to do? And so one way to minimize that is to just have a plan that you've written out ahead of time. And it kind of comes from imagery or visualization. So it's almost like a sports psychology trick. So if I write out my race plan ahead of time, then I have a script for how it's going to go. And then what you find, if you've ever done this, what you find is sometimes you get out there on race day and you realize, oh my gosh, it's happening just like I wrote it out. (laughs) On the other side of that, 
you do need to take the time to write out things that might go wrong. I call those the what if scenarios, like what if I get a flat or what if I get a stomach ache or what if I drop a bottle? Like, what do I do? That way you have that checklist. So even though if you deviate from the script, you still have like a mini script, a subscript that you can go off of and then get right back into your plan. So that was just one of the things I did to bring my anxiety down. And also what I found is over time, you collect enough of these race plans that you're not making the same mistakes on race day. So if I'm going out and doing a half Ironman, I have 20 years worth of half Ironman plans that I can go back to and say, this is what I did at Eagle Man in 2007. This is what I did in Lubbock, Texas in 2006. These are the mistakes I made because we always do a race review too. These are the mistakes I made. This is what went well. This is what didn't go well. These are things I wish I had known. So you keep a backlog of this stuff so you can go back to it. And then it just makes you a better racer for your next race. I mean, have you ever dealt with people like us? We're organized and yeah, I do the same thing. Like, tell me what you want to do. I kind of do a couple of weeks out. Let's write it all down and then let's talk about it. Let's like walk through the whole process and say, let's add this. Like, have you thought about this? Uh, are you prepared for this to happen? And some people just don't want to be that detailed because they think it takes away from the fun of it or the social aspect of it. For those social athletes, is it still beneficial for them to do the exact same thing or would that be taken away from their experience? I think they absolutely, like every athlete, no matter how fast or how slow you are, you need to really think ahead of time because, you know, the longer you're out on a race course, the more likely you will have that O-S-H-I-T moment where something <laughs> could possibly go wrong. So it really pays to have thought it through and you're just going to enjoy yourself more versus being out there. And especially like the longer races, the more tired you get, the less likely you're going to make good choices or be able to think about things reasonably. So I think it's beneficial for everyone. And I don't think it takes away from fun. I think you'll have more fun because you'll be more relaxed and confident. Right. right. And I think that's the key piece of it. Man. And what they say, proper planning prevents piss poor performance and performance can be, yeah, I, I don't know. That's what we say in the military, right? I don't know if you ever said that before, but proper planning prevents piss poor performance and performance. Okay. Does it always mean the run or bike or swim? It's like, how do you perform your morning ritual? How do you perform and interact with people? It's like taking that piece away. And I think that the less, if we have more people actually preparing like this, then as we talk about community, you have these people that are stressed out in, in, in transitionary or stressed out in the corrals. And that's because they, they haven't really set out to talk about the what ifs. Right. right. And, right. and prepare themselves to be less stressed out on race morning. so you can actually enjoy that piece. When you, when moving forward, it is like, how can we as a community like reduce our stress, not only like as individuals, we talk about the individuals, how we reduce our own stress, but as we talk about like being stronger together, right? That's what this is. This podcast is all about today is like, how can we as a community right right now in this transition of this, what we've been going through, how can we plan for success for each other and kind of bring value to our experiences together? If we think about, so how can we as a community, like the, some of the things that Jen and I do in our community to help people better prepare for their races is we'll do sometimes a course preview. So we'll have one of the coaches who have raced at a specific race site, just get on there and put all of the tips and tricks for that race site, things you need to know, strategies. And then people start chiming in with their own experience, which is great because we all have different successes and we all make different mistakes. So we can all learn from each other from back of the pack to front of the pack. And then I think once we're at the race venue, something we can all do as a triathlon community is just be friendly. 
one of my biggest pet peeves is you get to a race and everyone's got their game face on. So here's a game I like to play. I like to arrive at a race like I've never done the race before and act like a complete like newbie, just kind of green about the whole experience. And you'll find you have more fun versus, I mean, trust me, when I show up to a race, like I'm there to win whatever I want to win, you know, whether it's, <laughs> whether it's my age group or a certain time, yeah. but you got to keep it real. And remember everyone, we're all feeling the same anxiety, whether it's our first time or our 100th time. And there is no point in being game face, stone cold. Like that doesn't help anybody. That just turns people off. I want to be the person where people are like, wow, that girl smiled at me or that girl at the start line, she didn't know me, but she said, good luck. You just yeah. want to be that like positive engaging force out there. And I think we could all do that. Like I said, I don't care what you're there to do. If you're a pro or you're back of the pack, just turn at the start line, turn to the person next to you and be like, man, it's great to be here. Isn't it? It's great to be here again on the start line or let's have a good day or be safe out there. And I think doing that, right. And like you said, the mirror, especially you don't know how powerful your positive energy can be for somebody stressed out that morning, like that newbie or that veteran that's like, the stress level is high. Maybe everything ain't going as planned in the morning so far. And that just, you no, know, I see people like I did my last half I just did a couple of weeks ago and you see them struggling and you can always tell like the first timers or like the people that are not as fit as, you know, probably the pros or something like that. And they're a little bit struggling and just to say, Hey man, you got this. Just keep moving forward. That's all it's about. It will literally, it, I mean, it feels good for me to say it, but it, it literally changes and they look up, you know, they've been they're running with their head down. Right. And you say something to them, they look up and they almost, it, you see their posture change. Like, mm -hmm. like I'm not out here by myself because sometimes pain gets lonely. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then there's also people out there. It's like misery loves company. So you're struggling and you find the person who's also struggling and you're both like struggling and commiserating together. Yeah. No, no, no. You want to be that person who's like, come on, you can do this, pick it up. Let's go. You got this. You look great. The more you say that stuff out loud on a race course or just even a smile, you start feeling better too. It's like an appropriate way of talking to yourself during the yeah. race to encourage other people. If you've ever done an I, I know you've done an Ironman, yeah. but you're just out there. I'm talking to everybody. Cause like, I need someone to say something to me. Yes. Yes. I mean, especially that we, most of us, for me, like I know a lot of us train alone. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that we're alone on the bike and we're alone on the swim. And then the run course is like, I think that's where the race is. Like that's where the fun all actually happens. That's where the encouragement is. Just, you get to see and talk to people and build. I mean, think about how many people you've actually met first meeting, it was on the run. It's just like, Hey man, it's going to be okay. Or do you need something? Sometimes I ask people, when you see them really struggling, I remember a guy, I was at, I was racing Ironman Florida and I was running and he was just like, it was hurting. I mean, he was, and you could just, as a coach, you see him like, and I'm running, I stopped and kind of slowed down and ran with him. I said, man, I mean, how much water you been drinking? Yeah. Oh, this, it is. I said, so when the last time you ate? And then he said, on the bike, I'm like, shoot, this is like mile eight, bro. Like, you ain't <laughs> ate since yet? As I said, I said, uh, here, here's a bunk breaker. I gave him one of my bunk breakers. He said, oh, but you don't have to do that. I said, bro, I got a whole bunch of, in my, I prepare. I don't, I, I bring, bring extra yeah. when I race. So, and like, I saw him later on. He finished, right? And he told me, he said, I don't think I would have finished without that bunk breaker, bro. And it was like, I could, now I see him on social media. Like, and that was like 2017. 
Yeah. <laughs> right. And we build a realistic it's community. Right. Right. And I think that we all have a responsibility to kind of give back to that. What do you see our community going in 2021? Like how maybe even in 2022, like where do you see our community as in triathletes actually moving from here? Do you mean with the races and Race, well, anything like just like as a community, we were in this place of like, oh, my God, we're no more races. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then now we're kind of like, oh, there's a race. Oh, there's a race here. There's a race there. Are we going back to normal? Do you think that in 2022, we'll be back to where we used to be or have things changed like dramatically and we'll never go back to where it used to? That's a good question. That's the million dollar question right there. Will things go back to quote unquote normal? I think they're getting there. Will we ever see really large scale events again where everybody's jammed in together and we're all checking in at the same time? I don't know. I mean, maybe we've come up with some better or improved processes from this. I have a race that I'm going to do and I had to sign up for a slot to go pick up my stuff. And I was like, well, that's great because now I know when I go there, there's only going to be 50 of us there and I'm not going to be standing in line for an hour in the hot sun. So maybe some good things have come from this, but I think as far as athletes, maybe we've learned to all be a little more flexible because of this to enjoy the process a little more versus chasing the outcomes and the finish lines and the hoopla and the bling. Maybe we've just found more joy in checking the boxes and training how to be more resilient and just roll with things. That was a great answer. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> was, I, you see, I just like to stop and listen. I was like, you got a yeah. little blazed over there. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're actually totally right. Like, but I would tell people, but I'm a speechless. That means you say it's some really profound stuff, man. Thank you. And, uh, no, that was really, I mean, cause I never thought about it like that. Like maybe we just thought about it, like doing it a different way. Like it doesn't have to go back. Like, why can't we just do it better? Right. And uh, yeah. I think that's the key and that's the community piece. And a lot of us are, you know, I will ask you as we get closer to kind of wrapping it up. A lot of us during this time, we've dealt with a lot of emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, some we lost some people. We lost some people within triathlon naturally, and by with COVID, we have felt alone. We have felt lonely. What can we do to continue building? Or, or people listening, like what can they do, in a sense, to continue to build their own communities where they are? Yeah, I think that's it's really challenging, isn't it? Like, I think we've all, this is the first time, I think for most of us in our lifetime that we have collectively gone through with the exception of something like 9-11, like we've collectively gone through a trauma together. And I think it's important for us to stay connected and to look for opportunities to stay connected and get involved. So find a community, whether it's like we have our online community in our Facebook group and there's all sorts of communities, but just make sure it's a really I don't want to say like a fluffy, positive community, but make sure that it adds something to your life. Like there's a lot of Mm -hmm. different multi-sport groups out there that just seem to be a lot of complaining or bitching and moaning. And and that's, I mean, there's there's a time and a place for that. But as far as like moving yourself forward in life and the sport, let's do things that make us keep moving in that forward direction. And, and I mean, we could all complain about everything that's happened and how hard life has been, but we're all still here thankfully. And the future looks bright. And like you said, things may never be normal again, like in our old sense, in the same way that travel has never been the same since 2001. I don't know about you. Travel has been a lot better. Travel has been a lot better. It's safer. You just feel more secure in it. So maybe this is a good change overall and and just stay flexible about it and open-minded. 
And it's funny when we talk about the masses and we talk about change, right? And how we complain about the change when it happens to our sport or something that we love. But HR athletes, everything we do, change is growth, right? When it's hard, it's, it's more likely for you to actually grow from it in resilience and grit and knowledge and wisdom and experiences. And so experiencing the hard things is just as valuable as experiencing the good things. Right. And I think like what you said is this is, I like it. I like it when I get to learn some stuff and you know, she's a seasoned vet coach, man. And you can tell <laughs> that wisdom just rolls off of it. And she says she's more introverted, but I don't believe that. I mean, I, I think she has some introvert tendencies, but I can see that, where your athletes very, very much so they really benefit from the, your knowledge and your wisdom and your aspect of the way you look at life. And I think you're amazing. I think you do great things, man. To hear people, other coaches like yourself speak the way you do, right? That gives us hope. Like, Thank you. You know That's what I mean? So my daughter's middle name is Hope. Uh, yeah. So I really struggled to have her. And a lot of doctors told me it just won't happen, but I always stayed hopeful. And so I know that there's a saying out there that hope isn't a strategy. I actually think it's a great strategy because it yeah. keeps you, it's what gets you up the next day. It's what puts that one foot in front of the other. And it, it just keeps you hopeful that things will look up, things will be better, good things can still happen. I mean, even in, in the darkest days, and we all just had a bunch of really dark days. I mean, trust me, like there was nothing easy about the past year for any of us, no matter what you went through, whether yeah. you had kids, cats, it doesn't matter. It Correct. was just tough stuff. So as long as we can stay hopeful that things will get better little by little, we'll get there. That's it, guys. We'll get there. I mean, right, <laughs> that's it. Matter of fact, next time, yep, next time you do a race, when you go to body market on your forearm, right, right, on the forearm, I want you to write, we'll get there. We'll That's get it. There. Yeah. We'll get there. Just keep moving forward. That's all we got to do. Yes. Right? So true. Liz, I want to thank you for coming. I really want to. And how can people get in contact with you if they're looking for coaching in your area or even just to say hi and take a selfie with you at a... At a <laughs> Like they acted like they'd never done it before. Remember? Well, so. Remember I am an introvert. So I would probably, I'd probably be in the corner somewhere, but um, <laughs> they can reach out. So my coaching website is multisportmastery.com. We also have our Facebook community. It is open to anyone. So we have 1400 athletes in the community. Obviously we don't coach 1400 athletes, Correct. but we welcome everyone. We want you to be a part of what we're doing. Learn from us, share with us. So that is our multi-sport mastery plus JHC coaching. So that's Jen Harrison's coaching group. And we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. I do all the Instagram. So you can get to learn a little bit more about my mindset because I do all the posts there, but we'd love to have people join us. Yep. I, and I, guys, I am on there. I'm in that group, right? So just so you know, Coach Morgan is a part of their group. And then I love seeing, I, I mean, I mean, I have a friend, one of my old coaches, they used to coach me for Ultraman, actually, Tom Fitch. Tom was, he coached me for Ultraman Florida. Yeah. Matter of fact, he used to coach for me back in the day when he was coaching a lot, right? And he's one of my mentors in the sport. And when I lived in Oceanside and he's still doing great things and it's a community there. I'm telling you, I wouldn't steer you the wrong way. And I think everybody knows that I keep it positive and I love what they bring to the table. So please check them out. But I hey, guess what guys, we got to get out of here and because we, we got to get back to training and coaching athletes and, and in training ourselves and coaching ourselves sometimes in life and in training, but we appreciate you. Check us out every week, right? Go and find Triathlete Mindset. If you want to be a guest, get on here, but it's all about bringing us together. It's all about doing it together. It's all about forward movement, right? Forward is a pace, but no matter what, at the end of the day, you are enough. You just got to believe it. Thank you guys and have a great day. Thank you.
Thank you for listening. Find Coach Morgan on social media and at www.morganlattimore.com. Check back every two weeks for new and insightful episodes. Until next time, remember, you are enough. You just have to believe it.